Blog Talk Radio. Sharing the love of Christ 24-7. Spirit Soul Radio. Radio. 
type in Spirit Soul Radio, and you will hear God's Chosen, you'll never forget it, along with other gospel indie artists that are airing um, on our station. Got a great broadcast for you all on today. I got a great friend, dear sister, here in the virtual studio of Spirit Soul Radio Network. Not only is she here in the studio, but she is a part of our family, and I'm super excited to have her on the show on tonight. Now, this is what I want you to do before I introduce her to you. To those that may not know uh, her, we want to make sure you tune in. Amen. And keep on tuning in, right? So this is what I want you to do. Hit Facebook, Twitter, hit your Instagram, whatever you got, whatever social media you got. Make sure you let somebody know that host DeAndre is on the air live on SPSN Listen Live. Also, pass the number one, 310 Nine eight two four two seven four. Those of you that are calling in the studio, I have called in already. If you have any comments or questions during the broadcast for my dear sister, make sure you press pound one. We want to cue you into the studio so we can get your questions and your comments on the air live. Also, if you have a cell phone, text somebody and let them know as well that we're on the air live. Again, I got a great broadcast for you on today. We got evangelist and prophetess Teresa J. Scott, and she is a dear friend and my sister. I'm thankful to God for her and and God just connecting um, our hearts and our spirits together. You know, how many of you out there can truly say that God is connected connecting you to some people, amen, and some people God is not connecting you to, so if you know somebody that God is not connecting you to, guess what, you need to cut the cords, amen, but I'm thankful for God uh, connecting us in the spirit, amen. Uh, She's going to talk to us about her new book, The Lust of Her Flesh. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it because this is a subject that many people don't like to talk about, many people shy away from, amen. And uh, this is a no-holds-bar, honest novel that will keep you on the edge of your feet from cover to cover. It's not going to lose your attention, amen. It's going to keep you looking in the book. might even read it in one half of a day, amen. I used to do that when, um, you know, I would get a book or something I'm very interested in, and it just caught me like that. I would read it before the day was through. So this is one of these books that you're going to do that exact same thing. We're going to get my dear sister and my friend, Evangelist Teresa J. Scott, on the air. Amen. Hello, my dear sister. How are you today? Hey, good evening. I'm fine. How are you, sister? I am blessed. I'm honored to have you on the show today and to talk about the lust of her flesh. I'm excited because this is your new baby. It's your new baby you just birthed. Tell us more about it. Well, first let me say thank you so much for inviting me to be on your broadcast. Thank you so much. You are a dear sister, and I thank God for your spirit. Um, the Lust of Her Flesh is, oh, I apologize. The Lust of Her Flesh, um, it's a story of a Christian woman and her, her real-life struggles. Um, Sasha, if you look at the cover of the book, it's two women. Um, it's the same woman, but it's two sides of her, just like we have. We have a spiritual side to us, and we have a, a natural side to us. Unfortunately, um, Sasha allowed her natural side to take charge. She let the lust of her flesh take charge, and um, she had to deal with a whole lot of problems because of it. 
Now, let me say this. Um, when you look at my book and you look at the cover of my book, you see a woman in the clouds and she's holding a cross, and you see a, another woman, a predominant woman, who she's like a regular-looking woman. Um, this is the one that dominated. Okay, like I said, it's two parts, though. It's a spiritual side and it's a natural side. And Sasha allowed her natural side to dominate her after having been saved, born again, for six years. She was six years saved. She was flowing with the Lord, you know, and then one day she let the lust of her eyes and the lust of her flesh cause her to devise a plan that led her into sin. Now, I love how you talked about, you know, um, she allowed her eyes to cause her to begin to lust and to lead her into sin and, 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 that's what it is with a lot of us. We allow our carnal nature, you know, the the lust of our flesh, the 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 lust of our, you know, the pride of life, and the lust of our eyes to get to us and uh, cause us to to start walking up, you know, into the flesh and doing things that we know good and well that God doesn't want us to do. Now you said Sasha uh, was six years into being born again and walking this Christian walk. Um, um, tell us some things that she had to deal with being a new Christian and being uh, born again because many of us, uh, I'm sure our listeners out there, uh, remember the time that you were born again and you you were starting to walk this Christian journey and there's some of you still walking the Christian journey and you're kind of like, how do I get this thing right? How do I get this thing together? You know, I still feel like I'm not together. So, Share with us some things that Sasha had to deal with being a born-again Christian. Well, um, first thing is is that uh, Sasha worked for a corporate 100 company, a Fortune 100 company. So she was bringing the money in and all that. But when she went to this job, Sasha presented herself to everybody as, I'm a Christian. She had her Bible, you know, her big Bible prominently displayed on her desk. She had on her cross necklace. She had on her cross earrings. You know, she didn't attend the parties that they attended. She didn't have a boyfriend at the time. So she basically let everybody know, look, I'm a Christian. I'm here to do my job. I'm not here for all this other stuff. So that's the way she portrayed herself. Um, She went to church. She loved God. You know, that was her life for six years. And um, at some point, she just got tired of um, going through the motions of being saved or just going through the motions. She wanted to enjoy her life. She wanted. She saw her girlfriends around her. Um, they were enjoying themselves. They had boyfriends. Um, you know, they had someone to love them. And prior to Sasha becoming born again, she had been in relationships with um, men that never led to anything, you know, they would use her and then dump her. She would think the relationship was going somewhere, and it never did. It was always basically um, a physical relationship. So when she got saved, when she got born again, she decided she was going to save her body for um, her husband. That's what she was going to do. She was going to just save her body for her husband until that fateful day. When she laid her eyes on that man. (laughs) 
You know, I simply love that because, you know, um, this is honest and real. Like you said, it's honest and real because how many, you know, of us decide, you know, well, I had enough of this. You know, everybody else is having fun. It seems like I'm, you know, not having fun. Uh, I'm bored. Uh, this life is not going nowhere. There's nothing exciting going on. And we start looking around. We see all our friends doing different stuff that we think is fun. But we don't know that uh, it leads to death. The word says that. You know, the sin leads to death. And sin is pleasurable for a season. And talk about the season that Sasha realizes, you know what, I need to really turn back to the Lord and really get myself right and get myself together. Share with us about Sasha's aha moment. Well, Sasha went back to the Lord a couple of times. (laughs) She went back a couple of times because Sasha kept backsliding. She just went back to the Lord um, a couple of times because she just couldn't take it. And, um, you know, when we when we focus on um, what our flesh wants more than what God wants, you know, that's when we open up a lot of trouble. But listen, a lot of there's a lot of women and men going to church faithfully every Sunday. They go to church religiously, but inside they're hurting because they want a love relationship. They want to be loved. There are many people in the church building who have um had uh premarital sex who have fornicated and have repented and said, God, I'm sorry, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And Sasha's done that too. She's repented and said, Lord, I'm sorry, I repent. You know, but then because Sasha wasn't in her word, because Sasha wasn't praying, because Sasha really wasn't seeking God, she was having pity parties and, you know, why not me? Why can't I have this? Why can't I you know, so instead of her doing the things that kept her built up in the Lord, she was focusing on what she didn't have, and what she didn't have was a love interest in her life. And and that's what she wanted. You know, I'm I'm a woman. I've been at a, a place in my life where I just wanted somebody to love me. And a lot of times when you come from hurt, because Sasha was abused in her, in her younger life, Sasha, Sasha had been abused, and in her adult life she was abused by men who would just use her for sex. And when when you really just want love, you know, sometimes you fall for the okey-doke. Sometimes you, you have blinders on. You know, you think this is the person that you want to be with when, you know, this person is not who God has chosen for you. And she didn't wait for God to choose a mate for her. She set out a plan. She set out a plan. And you know what? It took her three years to get this plan to come to fruition. And when that third year came and the plan started coming to fruition, that's when Sasha began to get in trouble. That's when she began began to get in trouble. She had stopped seeking God. She had stopped asking God to, you know, help her, you know, when those sexual feelings came up. You know, Lord, I feel this way. I want a man. Help me, Lord. She just abandoned everything that she knew and went on this quest to get this man. Now, you brought up something that I, again, love, the fact that, you know, she didn't ask God to help her in her sexual struggle. And how many of, you know, our listeners and how many of us at one time, you know, we we struggle with them sexual desires, which is honestly 
a, um, you know, God-given gift of sexual desire. But like you said, we don't want to follow after lust. We want to make sure we follow after God's will and God's plan for our life. She didn't wait for God to reveal to her who this man was or even bring him to her. What I see a lot of women do, and I just want to interject this before we go back talking about Sasha. What I see a lot of women do say, they say, well, I need to go find me a man. You don't need to go find you a man. You need to prepare yourself for the husband God has for you if he decides you to be married. I told a young lady that I was mentoring not too long ago, I said, look, you need to stop what you're doing and just sit down and say, God, do you want me to be married or do you want me to be single? See, that's a question that nobody really wants to ask because so many of us are afraid that God would say, oh, I want you to be single. Because we're craving for that love. We're craving for, again, like you said, that that, that relationship, that companionship. Um, and, and we're hungry for that acceptance and, and, and love. Now, you talk about some things such as betrayal. Um, again, you talked about earlier her back, backsliding, which is constantly going back and forth, back and forth to God and back and forth, back and forth to her flesh. But you also talk about suicide. What made you uh, want to discuss this or even put it within your book, The Rest of Her Flesh? Well, I have contemplated suicide on more than one occasion um, because my life wasn't going the way I thought it should be going. I was desperate. I was lonely. I was, you know, wanting someone to be in my life and yada, yada, yada. You know, so I've contemplated suicide before. Now, I didn't plan on having this um, part of the story in here, but, again, this is a real issue. People who are really looking for love um, and don't get it, there are some people out here who have killed themselves because they couldn't get what they wanted. And this particular person in the book, he um, was pursuing Sasha. And during the time that he was pursuing Sasha, She wasn't trying to have it. She wasn't trying to see this guy because she was still in love with the first person that she wanted to be in her life. And um, this guy was persistent. And, you know, without giving out too much information, he had been in an an accident. And um, he was in an accident while he was in the hospital in a coma. He said the Lord told him that Sasha was his wife. Well, Sasha wasn't hearing it. She didn't. She wasn't in love with him. She didn't want him to be her husband or anything like that because she still had her eyes on this guy. Well, anyway, Sasha kept rejecting him and rejected him, and he just couldn't take it no more, so he killed himself. He wanted yeah. her, but the, the, one of the things about this guy is that when he met Sasha, he didn't want to have anything to do with God. As a matter of fact, when he met Sasha... He was just using her um, as a reason to say that church girls ain't nothing but, you know, sluts anyway. He made it a point to go after church women so he could say that church women were no good. He made it a point to go after her to try to sleep with her so he can say, so he could have a valid reason not to serve God. That was his whole whole thing with being with Sasha. He didn't go after Sasha at first because he loved her. He went after Sasha to make an example out of her, you know, 
I'm going to go get me a church girl. Church girls are easy, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. You brought up another point. <laughs> you brought up another point. Church girls are easy. How many men feel that way? Um, and not only men, some women feel that way too, you know, about our gender. Um, oh, yeah, they're just gullible. They just, you know, the church is really getting a bad rep right now uh, because of lust, um, because it's not being dealt with in the godly way. Um, again, nobody wants to talk about it. Uh, and if they do talk about it, it's cut short and, and it's kind of shot away from. Um, but I believe that your book is going to reopen and rehash uh, people all over the world to begin talking about this lust, uh, the lust of our flesh. We have to get it under control. Uh, Jesus was in control of his flesh, you know. He was put under every temptation that we're put under, but he had control of his flesh. How did he do it? You mentioned earlier he was praying. He was in his word. He knew his purpose. He knew the will of God, the Father, for his life. And he didn't have time for the, I call it, side shows, you know, we're looking at other stuff. So um, tell us and our listeners, you know, how we can purchase the lust of your flesh, of her flesh, and, and also I know you have a discount going on on createspace.com, so share with our listening audience how they can get the book. Okay, um, before I say that, let me say this real quickly. Um, I want Christians, this book is for Christians and non-Christians alike. This book is not a preaching type of book, but what I can say about this book is there are episodes in this book where God uses Sasha to minister to people, to minister to people in jail, to minister to people, um, she ministers to a homeless person. This homeless person had a terrible view about God. She she thought God had caused her to be homeless and she blamed God for all of these things that she was going through. Um when it wasn't wasn't actually God who had done this, it was the pastor because the, she had set her sights on the pastor instead of on God. And a lot of times we blame God for things when actually we've put our trust in man and when man fails us we want to go and blame God. So that's a part of the book as well. She ministers to I believe it's three people and causes them to come to Christ as a result of her witness. So, you know, that's the other aspect of the book that I really want people to understand, that it's not just about Sasha and, you know, her, her the lust of her flesh and, and chasing after this man and all that, but it does talk about witnessing and bringing people to Christ. It uses real-life situations. So um, this book can be purchased on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and um if you want a discount, this book can be purchased on createspace.com, but you have to um, message me on Facebook or email me to get the code so I can give you that discount, but that it can only be done through createspace.com. Now, I want to share real quick, um, listeners, um, in order to inbox evangelist Teresa Scott, um, go to on Facebook type in the lust of her flesh. You'll see her page come up. Inbox her that way um, so that you can get um, the discount on createspace.com. 
But again, I must say that there is no discount on Amazon.com, none on BarnesandNoble.com. So make sure that um, you know you go to all those places: CreateSpace.com, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, because this is a book that you want to have in your life, not on your shelf, in your life, because it's going to minister to you, and not only to you, um, Christians, but as um, my dear sister said, non-Christians. Um, now, you talked about witness, you know, Sasha's witness. How important is it for us to, um, you know, watch our witness and how we, uh, you know, influence other people that we encounter on an everyday basis? It's very important because, as I stated um, in the beginning, Sasha went to her job ministering, you know, not ministering, but professing herself to be a Christian. She had a Bible. She had her earring, her cross earrings on, her cross necklace on. She didn't go to parties. So she, she actually lived a life before them as a Christian. But when she got into sin, those same people who she portrayed herself to be a Christian to, she had to go back. And, and tell them something very um, negative uh, about herself because it, it was coming out anyway. She got pregnant. So, you know, there was one person at her job who was like, I knew you was a hypocrite. I knew you was all you Christians are alike. All you Christians are alike. That's why it's very important for us to, if we say we're a Christian, if we say we believe in Yahshua, Jesus, we need to live that instead of just talking about it because anybody can talk the talk. But we should be able to walk the walk. If we're going to talk about it, we should be able to walk about it. We shouldn't live our lives, you know, trying to live double standards because you're either a Christian or you're not. You're either a Christian or not. But even as Christians, DeAndra, we have struggles. We have real-life problems. But like we discussed earlier, it all depends on what you're doing. Are you feeding your spiritual man or are you feeding your natural man? Because what you feed is what's going to live. So if if we're going to talk it, let's walk it. If we're not going to be a Christian, then just be quiet until you get to the place where you can be a Christian because we don't want to cause people to stumble by saying one thing and doing something else. Amen, amen. And then also we have to be very careful who we go to and who we be transparent with because we can't be transparent with everybody. And I believe that Sasha felt that she could be transparent at that moment in time with the people that she ministered to. But, again, you really have to be careful, and I simply love that. Now, um, listeners, um, those that have called into the studio, if you have any comments or questions, make sure you press pound one because we want to get your comments and your questions in. now, you talked about Sasha was uh, desperate for love, um, and I know our listeners out there, some of you may be the same as Sasha, male or female. You're hungering for love. You may have gone through something in your past um, that has have caused you to feel unloved, may have caused you to feel like you're the black sheep of the family, nobody cares about you, nobody doesn't want you around, um, but... Um, Teresa, if you can just minister to those that are feeling like that, you know, they feel like their ticket for love is not going to come in. They're not going to have a relationship that they so desire. Maybe God, they feel like God is holding out on them and doesn't want them to have a relationship. Can you minister to those 
got a feeling like that one tonight. I would just admonish you to pray and wait on God. Um, please pray and wait on God because women, the Bible says, he that findeth a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor for the Lord. If if it is God's will for you to be married, God will send the man for you. He will find you. When we go out there and try to make things happen on our on our own selves, we're going to reap trouble. We're going to reap salt, and you don't have to go through that. Trust God. The Bible tells us to trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own, lean not unto thine own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct your path. And what I'm telling you now is something I wish I would have listened to years ago. I wish I would have trusted in the Lord. I wouldn't have had to go through two years of hell um, because I was following my own flesh. I know you might feel like you want somebody in your life right now, but please trust God. Please let God lead you to your mate. Man or woman, if you're a man looking for a woman, let God lead you to your mate. If you're a woman looking for a man, let God bring the man to you. Don't try to make anything up because you're going to be the one hurt in the long run. You're going to be, please, if you hear nothing else, trust God and wait on his timing. If you're having problems with sexual thoughts, if you're having sexual dreams, pray, anoint your mind, anoint your head before you go to bed and ask God to give you um, dreams that are pleasing to him. Come against every spirit that every spirit of lust, um, and, and just rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You have the power and the authority to take authority over these unclean spirits. That's what Jesus said. Behold, I give unto you power over every unclean spirit. So take authority over those spirits. Watch what you look at on television. Watch what you listen to. If, if you're looking for a man or a husband, and a husband man, you're looking for a wife. Don't be sitting there listening to them sad love songs and all that stuff and getting yourself all worked up. You know, you got to be careful about that. Keep your mind stayed on the Lord, and he will sustain you. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. Praise God. Thank you so much, my dear sister, Teresa J. Scott. Evangelist, she wears a lot of hats, y'all. She wears a lot of hats, but I'm grateful for her and the gift that God has given the kingdom, not only the kingdom, the gift that God has given the world. She's a gift, y'all, and I'm so thankful and grateful for her life, her testimony. Amen. Thank you so much, my dear sisters, for coming on SPS and Listen Live. You have a blessed night on tonight, okay? All right. Thank you so much much for having us on. I enjoyed it. It's an honor. Love you, girl. Love you, too. All right, everybody, again, thank you all for tuning in to SBSN. Listen live with me, your host, Andra. I know that you have been blessed. I know that you have been inspired and encouraged on tonight's broadcast. Meanwhile, make sure you go to createspace.com, amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, and get your purchase of your book, The Lust of Her Flesh, by author Teresa J. Scott. In the meantime, if you remember that there is no greater love in Jesus Christ's love. Amen. Be blessed on tonight.
strikes, but I'm watching in the field with the armor of God and my Holy Ghost shield. Not worried about my battle, cause I have no fear. Rid of the face death, cause I know it's near. Life is too short, so it won't be long. Cause I'm rooted in the word, so Satan bring it on. Pushing forward, and never looking back, cause the battle is won, as a matter of fact. You can try to knock me down, but I'm still standing tall, cause united we stand, and divided we fall. When I get to heaven, I can say I did my best. When I was on earth, I endured every test. Not alone with the help, I survived, so can you. If you only trust in God, He can help who you do. Every struggle, every trial, every test, every wall. In the middle of it all, on His name I would call. Just gonna smile, just gonna smile, just gonna smile. Don't say it again. 